Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Driving My Mind podcast. Again, my apologies. I can't get them out weekly right now. I'm just super swamped. So I even mentioned in my uh, my visit to Riverside Cars and Coffee, I was like, sorry about the podcast. I might have to change it to once every two weeks. <laughs> LOL. I'll try. Uh, did I just really say LOL and then laugh? <laughs> oh, God. I'm turning into a teenager again. But um, anyways, uh, you know, until I can get a more consistent schedule, uh, I will definitely try to do it. You know, once a week is my goal. Once every two weeks is probably more realistic until things settle in. But again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for the patience. Uh, continue to support the YouTube channel, uh, uh, Your Ride and I. And um, thank you again for listening to my podcast. Uh you know, this is the best way to, uh, you know, just listen a, a quick 15, 20 minute uh, rant and rave on anything I got going and driving my mind. So I'm hoping to drive your mind for anything car related. So for today, considering Southern California's kind of weird weather, we had that hurricane uh, I, I mentioned on the previous podcast with uh, with the, the Gran Turismo review, which I guess it's been popular. That's good. I'm glad people are are going out and supporting and seeing it. But again, we have this like super weird weather where it's raining in August, you know, and and we got wind and cloud and the humidity is up like crazy. And like normally August, sorry, my cat's down here. (laughs) Normally August and, and September is just brutal. Normally we have a lot of the wildfires and stuff going on right now, but Dude, yeah, we have this rain, and so we're going to have a lot of uh, extra growing plants, and then we'll have the wildfires probably in, like, October and November. It's like, I don't know. Things are going nuts right now, but for better or for worse, uh, we'll take care of what we got weather-wise. And so I, I bring up today's topic all about detailing because there were a couple of meets I wasn't even able to attend, namely because... It was raining and it was like nasty. Lethal Culture had their uh, meet on a Friday and it was like raining at that time and it, and it cleared up. And, you know, and, and truth be told, I should have just took the daily and went out there. But, you know, it was a Friday and I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so we have raining. And then, so I wanted to dive into detailing. And, and for those that have attempted to learn how to properly wash your car, I can give you guys a, a good rundown. <laughs> Where's the rundown? I'm giving you the rundown. If you haven't seen that joke, uh, check out the office episode on that one. But I'm going to give you just a quick rundown of what it's like to to properly wash your car and detail your car correct paint correct and um some of the youtubers i definitely want you guys to check out and support so let's dive right in so when detailing and washing your car uh you know obviously the most important thing uh to know is that those Arco car washes (laughs) are like the worst thing you can do for your car, right? I mean, those automated machines are just blasting and and truthfully probably scratching your paint, literally. Um, And so that's the worst thing you can do to your car is taking it to those auto car washes. Some of them have gotten better. There's this one where the the the, the twirly little things <laughs> I call it the meat grinder right but the the meat grinder twirly things uh they use they, they don't twirl as fast and they actually use like a microfiber cloth and and it, this looks at least the most safest in my opinion 
but but like <laughs> I just recently took my daily because my daily I don't care I, I take it to the meat grinder and um yeah dude the thing is just like blasting the door and so what comes out it looks clean I again that's why I take my car there it looks clean it comes out clean but you know you're not getting you're ruining your paint you are literally ruining your paint um and just getting off like the old dust and water spots which i was getting off but um you you don't want to take your pride and joy into these automated car washes the one exception would be the touchless car washes where they, they just put soap, water, and a high-pressure, um, you know, air. There, there's no meat-grinding, twirly things on your car. And so that would probably be your only exception for, like, a really quick quick wash. Um, but then again, some of the chemicals that they use in there are really, like, industrial-grade and kind of meant to, like, they, they really take off a lot of any sealant you may have on your car. So you want to be kind of aware of those. Those are good, quickie, like maybe you drove a thousand miles from uh, Southern California to Northern California. Uh, it's more like six to 800, but <laughs> anyways, maybe you drove a thousand, uh, a thousand miles and you just need a, a quick rinse, but you don't want to ruin your car, you know, taking it to a, a meat grinder. So avoid those at all costs. So you're saying to yourself, okay, so I want to learn how to properly wash my car. Well, Let's look at your car's condition. Is it an older car? When I first got my S2000, it was, you know, obviously it was a 20-year-old car at the time. Um, And uh, a little under 20, actually. But (laughs) who's counting, right? It was like a 16 or 17-year-old car. I mean, it's still old. And so when you take it to a proper detailer, um, I got it ceramic coated and paint corrected, which will go on towards the end of the podcast. But you have to look at the condition of the paint. You know, do you have any... um, clear coat peeling off right do you have uh, a lot of like deep scratches that actually are are in the sheet metal right or do you just have a lot of uh, swirls and micro marring um when i mean by swirls is if, if you take your car out into a nice sunny day or you can even buy a special light for them um some of those lights are really inexpensive amazon chinese special some of them uh can get quite quite pricey for the professionals the, those those um true tone kind of lights right but the sun is free and it's the best thing you can take a look for your car and if you look at the right angles you'll actually see it's like almost like a spider web kind of look on your clear coat where on certain angles you don't see it but then you take it out to the sun and you angle your head a little bit you'll see a massive amount of what we call you know the swirls or the micro marring and and so that's on the surface of your clear coat and you it ruins kind of like the brightness or the clarity of the finish of your car. And so typically most well taken care of cars are going to have those swirls and we want to take those out. We And, and we can do it safely. Um, if you have deep scratches in the sheet metal or you have some clear coat peeling off or some uh, fading of the paint, that's definitely going to have to be like completely redone at a body shop. You know, if you're going to have any rust spots or, or, or paint chipping, you know, that that's going to be best left to a body shop to kind of address. And so this may not be for you. But if you just have those swirls, 
this is this is the right podcast for you. This is the right detailing uh, method that we're gonna do. And just if you have a car in in, in very in relatively good condition, paint wise, um, definitely you're gonna want to go into the next step. So. After evaluating your car's condition, you just have lots of swirls. You know, it's been a uh, uh, well loved, well marked by uh, previous owners or perhaps even yourself. Uh, now is the time to wash it correctly. And so, you know, everyone says you know you got to use the two or three bucket method, and I agree. You should have one bucket, uh, fresh soap, fresh water. Uh, nice and sudsy and um, a very good microfiber um, cloth or ta- or towel, not towel, cloth. Uh, I use the hand, the, the microfiber cloth that's shaped like a hand and I put it in there and, and you have a grit guard in there as well. And the grit guard is kind of like that funny looking, you know, if you've ever mopped the floor, right? On the very bottom of the bucket, there's a grit guard. And so that keeps any uh, loose dirt particles from going back into the water and so you want them in all your buckets truth truth be told and so get a good microfiber glove kind of wash mitt you get nice good soap ph balanced or neutral right nothing too acidic uh nothing too like weak or base uh um yeah it's base right and and so you want to have you want to rinse bucket again most important with a grit guard and don't be afraid to change your water as much as you you like and then that third bucket is just for your wheels okay and then you can have a special brush or still use a wash mitt and then and you know wheels are typically your dirtiest if you have um uh, a lot of brake dust and, and all that, you know, you're going to want to use that third bucket for just your wheels. And so when preparing your car, you know, you have those awesome videos of all the, the super snow foam and all that stuff. You'll definitely want to foam your car. That's kind of like as a pre-wash or pre-cleanse uh, of your car. And you're also going to want to do any, you know, iron remover, uh, bug remover, any of those harsher chemicals now would be the good time before you actually do your 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 wash get that in there and get all the the gunky greasy stuff off your car um you're going to want as much of a clean surface as you can before you um uh paint correct it and shine and protect so um Go into that, look into that, and and definitely the the, the three-bucket method is going to be your number one choice for it, okay? And a good, clean microfiber wash mitt. Foam everything up, let it, like, soak, let it rinse, let the, let the water kind of seep into the, 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 the panels and, and the coat. Rinse it and then do your hand mitt. And then the direction, you don't want the circles as much as uh, Mr. Miyagi was training to do the the circular motion. Uh, You're going to want just simple, straight, back and forth patterns, light pressure, okay? Really, really light pressure. If there's some really gunky, bad stuff, uh, you're going to want to lubricate and 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 keep washing with it. You know, adding some pressure, but you want to keep the car lubricated or, or wet, if you will, in order to avoid scratching or making new uh, paint and, and impressions on it. Now, moving on, um, toweling and air drying, right? So there are tons of towels. The Rag Company is my favorite. Um, but you want, obviously, a, the softest 
towel possible that absorbs the most amount of water. Reason being is any towel or, or anything that you're doing to touch the paint is an opportunity to ruin it, right? Anytime someone's touching your car or touching your paint, leaving smudges, or you have a towel that's just a little bit too rough, there's a there's a chance or an opportunity to mess up uh, the clear coat on it. So you want the softest towel that absorbs the most, or get yourself the just get yourself the uh, um, air dry, air blower air dryer. I use my freaking um, lawn <laughs> uh, blower, you know, and and I'll use that and and I'll get as much water off of it as possible. And luckily, living in SoCal, uh, you'll get a lot of the water that comes off just through natural evaporation but you know some people are gonna have to towel it and so you're gonna want light 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 pressure on the towel touching your paint and and don't be afraid to you know get a get get several towels in order to do that and again one easy back and forth motion and then you'll be good to go okay but you want to touch the paint the least amount possible for that all right, now we're on. You have a beautiful car, clean car. Technically, it's looked good, but but any kind of sealant or, or wax that you've had on your car is more than likely all gone or very, very thinly uh, left after your wash. And that's going to be the time where you're going to prep the paint um, for, for a new application of protectant and sealant. And so this is where the clay bar comes into place. And I definitely recommend claying, especially in a bad environment every quarter, you know, every three months, um, sometimes four months, you can get away with three times a year. But, uh, if you're in a tough community or you're driving your car a lot, a lot, definitely going to want to clay it. And so a clay bar is, is a way to get, any uh, contaminants that are stuck kind of on that clear coat it's a great way to get it out now be very careful though because clay bars are technically a type of marmin or marring of your clear coat and they have different levels of grittiness to it and you could potentially make a uh, 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 unshiny spot into your clear coat where you're gonna have to buff it out um, or, or actually use a polisher to get it out. So you want the lightest possible kind of clay bar because it is actually, you know, marring up your, your clear coat in order to get some of the stuck on tree sap or, or contaminants in your clear coat. Um, they make the synthetic clay bar, which honestly, I tried the one for freaking AutoZone, the Griot's Garage one. And dude, honestly, that saves a ton of time. Some people are purists and will use the um, your standard clay bar. And I think everyone should do that once in their life. As soon as you drop it, you dump it out. You got to get a new clay bar. But I think everyone should have that opportunity to, to use it, to learn it, to handle it. And, and you'll still get very good results. But the synthetic clays and there's now like towel clays, especially if you're doing a truck. Uh, oh, my God. It saves so much time. But you definitely want to clay before you're going to add. Um, do your polishing or just go straight to your um, protectant. So clay bar, get uh, use it. Use it, um, I would say, only once a quarter in a bad place. If you if it's a garage queen, I would say no more than, than twice a year, okay? Because it, it, it has an opportunity to ruin that clear coat. 
All right, now we're on to your compound and polishing. Now, this is not necessarily for the beginners, but it's relatively easy to learn. And dude, um, Detail Garage, right? Everyone knows Detail Garage, Chemical Guys. Uh, they're they're an awesome company. Not all their products are fantastic, but they, they really want to support the car community uh, with learning how to properly take care of their car and wash their car. Take the classes. They offer classes that teach you how to do the compound and polishing. And I think it's a wonderful opportunity to get just that baseline level of knowledge. Um, there are tons of YouTubers. Yes, you know, Pan the Organizer, um, you know, a Detail Garage, uh, and uh, a Detail Garage, um, Obsessed Garage, right? There's so, um, Chicago Auto Pros, so many awesome detailers and their videos. And, and they will teach you a good amount amount online at YouTube University, right? But I would say if you can get some hands-on uh, training, take a couple of classes there, take a couple of classes at maybe a local detail shop in uh, the area I live, uh, SoCal Auto Wax does classes too. Um, that's a wonderful opportunity to talk with a true professional on detailing. And um, definitely I would say go into that. But Pick up your DA polisher, right? And you're going to have to go through a list of compounds. That's the rough cut, okay? Then your polishing, uh, then your polishing, uh, kind of compound i guess as you say so compound and polish right you're gonna pick a, a a rough cut kind of compound then a smoother cut polish and then if you want to do any glazing or or um go straight to your sealant that's where you would go next so there's two step there's one step there's three step type of polishing um typically on uh, uh, on your first it, on your first attempt you're going to want to do a two step with uh, uh probably a light compound and then a light polish and then you can judge your paint for the next one like or do you want to go heavier in the compound um and heavier on the polish or maybe your car didn't need that much and the paint cleared up perfectly you know maybe on the next time you're just going to want to do a polish right and and there's an opportunity to try to try different products do some test spots and really kind of see okay well how much uh how much of the clear coat am i taking off which again it's minuscule it's micrometers so don't worry don't worry too much about messing up your your car's uh, clear coat or your paint because most of these products are not going to dig well into it um you can't ask for some of the heavy duty kind of stuff and they will warn you like dude this will take off a lot like so don't worry too much about the consumer grade products that are out there um in terms of taking off how much clear coat but you know you'll you'll definitely want to test you want to test spot and you want to see how much uh, how much clarity you're going to get with your compound um, and your polish. Now, I've done a couple of my co-workers cars just as an opportunity to learn and practice. And I've always just cut a little less always. Right. Um, but for your car, you especially if you want to do it right the first time, you're going to want to do some test spots and you're going to really want to find the right combination of compound polish and if you need that third step um definitely it, it can be a lot now after that we, you know you're gonna want to test out different pads right different foam pads different cutting pads or even microfiber microfiber is the one where it can create a lot more heat and get a little more cut but it also can quote unquote burn your paint where you're gonna get that 
unevenness in your uh, clear coat if you just leave it on the spot for like one full minute, right? Which truthfully nobody's doing, but you're going to want to test out different pads, different cut compounds and polishers. And that's, I would say, leave it to the professionals, get a good, um, uh, talk to a lot of people that have had certain success, depending on, on the severity of, of, how bad your clear coat is, okay? And look up all the YouTubers and take a class. Please do. All right, we're moving on. Last but not least, we're on to shine, seal, and protect, okay? And again, I would advise going on YouTube, but you're going to want to seal the paint, um, now that you've done all that hard work, and trust me, compound and polish can take literally all day, and then you'll want to do it. If you if you really really want to do a good job, you'll you'll rest and you'll go on the next day and see where you can uh, continue to to compound and polish, or you know now you're ready for sealing and you know rinse and repeat kind of sense. But you want to seal the paint. Um, I've used for non-ceramic coated cars, I've used Jescar sealant and that stuff is amazing, okay? J-E-S-C-A-R and I'm not a sponsor. I wish I was getting paid for all those YouTube and podcast nonsense, but uh, that stuff is a miracle worker, man. That stuff makes your paint smooth as butter and uh, it's a good sealant uh, even for Southern California. Um, but there's tons of them that you'll want to take a look at. Um, but I use that company. And then after you seal the paint, uh, and that's definitely a wash and repeat or rinse and repeat, right? You're going to want to seal it, wipe it off, seal it again, and then wipe it off, right? For that extra layer, um, you know, and letting it set into the uh, the clear coat. Um, that'll give you your best results. But hey, a once over, it's better than nothing, right? But you definitely want to seal it because now your paint after compounding and polishing is, is bare, right? Like you have no protectant on it, zero. You definitely don't want to take it to the car show right after. Um, you got to seal it up. And then after the sealing, then you can go and have fun. Then you apply your wax, okay, or your product, your, your ceramic sprays, um, your your bead uh, locker. That's a good one. PNS, a bead locker, I think is, is what it's called. Um, but you, you're going to want to add that clarity and depth into your paint back with your waxes, with um, your sealants. Uh, I, I'm sorry, your um, your bead lockers, all that good stuff. And so have fun with it. Look up different products. Try different stuff. Um, again, I, I'm used to the Jesscar Colonite. Colonite is, is the name of it. Co uh, combination. And uh, I got that one from Obsessed Garage. And honestly, truthfully, that's the the car comes out beautiful. Um, but there's so much that you can do. Now, I would recommend if you're going to just do your run of the mill wax, just remember that wax only lasts a couple of weeks, especially if you're driving it around. Uh, if it's a garage queen, it'll last about a month. Um, but wax is all natural, right? Carnuba wax. And so it gives you the best shine, but it's not going to last very long, especially even on top of a sealant. Um, you're going to get back, back down to the ceiling and then the ceiling's going to wear out quicker because there's no sacrificial layer from a wax. So, but, but have fun with it. Go try different stuff and see which one you like the best and see what kind of compound, you know, chemical combination works with the ceiling that you used. Um, but there's so much you can look up, right? 
And last but not least, true ceramic coating. Now, ceramic has been kind of an overplayed um, term now, but you know, when I talk about ceramic coating, I'm talking about like the true kind of stuff. Detail Garage has carbon force, which is good up to five years. Um, there's the graphene coatings now. That's the new hot stuff. Uh, I've used the Ceramic Pro. Uh, that's I'm really, really happy with that. Uh, CQ Quartz, I think. Uh, that's like the top of the line stuff. And, and they guarantee their stuff for about seven to ten years. Um, those require professionals, dude. I'm telling you right now. I would not ceramic coat my car and not know what I'm doing. Reason being is you're adding that micron layer of, of a glass, essentially, right? Ceramic. And if you have, for any reason, any high spot or you didn't do it right or maybe you didn't compound and polish correctly and now you have a, some swirl marks you wanted to get rid of but you ceramic coated over it, now it's going to be a pain in the neck to kind of get rid of that coating through your, your DA polisher. You might have to get a, a rotary polisher, which that can really screw up your paint, right? Not knowing how to properly rotary polish. I would never touch one without training, okay? But... If you are going to want to go a true ceramic coating route, just pay a professional, dude. There's so many products out there that have so many guarantees with it. Um, I would definitely do some shopping, but I know CQ Quartz, Ceramic Pro, which is what I've used, and um, Detail Garage's Carbon Force are, are, are decent products. And, and check out some of the new stuff, the graphene stuff from... Um, Oh gosh, I'm picturing. I, I know what I'm looking. Adams, right? Adams is a. They're they're doing some of their graphene coatings, and I heard that that's new hotness. So, anyways, I will stop it there for now. That's just your basics, all about detailing. Just a good, quick rundown. <laughs> I was thinking of the office. I know it. I love it. A good, quick rundown of it, and already 25 minute podcast i hope you guys enjoy it okay uh this is labor day so i got this out and um dude my my um <laughs> my september i made this joke on on my calendar it looks like it freaking has chicken pox dude uh it is just covered in dots my september is very 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 full so i will do my best to try to get out um, a podcast at least once every two weeks. Uh, if I can do it weekly, I will. I promise. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, keep driving your mind. Stay positive. I'll drive my mind. Continue to support the YouTube channel. Uh, get some friends to tune in on this podcast. I'm telling you, if they love the rants and raves, you love my personality, you, lo you love my uh, sarcasm and slightly uh, negative uh, outlook on life, <laughs> uh, definitely have them tune in. But thank you guys so much. Keep the ratchet stuff at home, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.